Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Ow, that hurt. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Where talk is fun. DJ Rock Lobster is here, too. Uh, clomp, clomp, clomp. Clomp, clomp. Hey, Steve, uh, hey, before we go any further, uh, did you fact check me on The Sixth Sense and uh, Paul Bettany? He he was in, um, he was, Paul Bettany was in the other one that you said. This, not The Sixth Sense. No. Beautiful Mind. Beautiful Mind, he was in that. Okay. And then I wasn't finding it quickly, and then I was thinking, oh, maybe this is just, maybe she's just wrong again. Oh, and really? I said, oh, no, I stopped looking. You mean right again. Rocco, you're a producer. You know these things. Sure. Was Paul Batney really in The Sixth Sense as a quick passing role? Because if he was the guy with, like, half of the face-off, which haunted my images for years particular bathroom upstairs at my parents house that i was always like i'm gonna see that guy with like the blown off face didn't he have a blown off face something like that i, I think so was paul bettany that guy in the movie the sixth sense hmm. i only saw sixth sense once and it was a long time ago. me too it was me terrifying too. it was wonderful though the reveal that was that was when m night Shyamalan made his Debut. name mm-hmm. as the plot twist at the end but do you think is Paul Bettany in that? Does it I show up on his is. filmography? Okay, uh, you're right. I'm on IMDb right now, but you know, I don't know. I didn't know we were going to talk about this, bro. We talk <laughs> about everything. That's what people yes. love about the show, man. Just be prepared for everything. Paul Bettany. I did watch him in Wandavision. I think that's about it, though. He's quite good in WandaVision. He's in, in as Vision. He's also in the Avengers. Which, by the way, we're not okay. We need to talk about music. I'm just saying. I was watching some of last week Avengers Infinity War. Oh, so great. They're, what they did in the Avengers movies, just the Avengers movies, you can throw all the other ones out if you don't want to go through 27 movies. What they did in the four-part Avengers movie, and I maintain Avengers Endgame, one of the greatest cinematic marvels of all time. For them to be able to, as well as they did, and I'm sure nerd people out there show me the plot holes and you can. But how they tied those movies together and actually tied them into all these independent movies, it was a a cinematic feat. I do have to say that when... One day I just gave this some extra thought. To be able to take something in a comic book and put it into human form on the big screen, that's pretty amazing. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you mean the technology? The storytelling. The fact that you're able to take something that was just this little book, Mm -hmm. right? Just little cartoons. A tiny book. And then take a human being, put them in. It's just so creative to me. Even though I don't watch any of these movies when I have, I'm like, wow, this is really fascinating. The first time I thought about like Superman. I have a new thought for you. Okay. No, I'm not doing it. Don't just hear give me, me any out. kind of homework Juice. assignment. Just hear me out. 
Because I've tried to pitch you on Marvel movies for a long time because I maintain that they are they're great movie theater movies, but they're also just really, I think, well-told stories. They're funny, all that sort of stuff. It's an interesting story. But I know you watch Thor Ragnarok. You yeah, hang your hat on that. It was fine. Whatever. I didn't Here's what I think you should watch. Just the Avengers movies. Not Thor's, not independent Iron Man's, not independent Captain America's. That is TLDR for Donna. Just read, just watch the Avengers and treat it like it's a, a show. And even just watching that, I think you'll be impressed with how everything comes together. Okay. I see a hand in the back, Donna. Hi, I'm Donna. First time, long time. Um, my question is, have you read any of these comics? Because I th- oh. think that would make it more... It would feel more creative. Like, no, going, I wow, they're read pulling this off of a page. That's pretty remarkable. Uh, no, so I haven't. But to your point, when we read to our little guy, Dev, at night, he has a couple of books, the Star Wars books, a few Marvel books, that essentially, in a span of 20 pages and maybe 150 words total, tell the whole synopsis of a story of a character or of, for instance, Star Wars uh, Empire Strikes Back. And so I'm able to see how you can either make something a quick 20-page with a ton of pictures children's book, or you can make it a two-hour movie. Right. You I know, and it. it's it's just sort of interesting. Like, think about, think about the it, Penguin, yeah. okay? okay? Like, just seeing the Penguin, like reading your little comic book, you know? Yeah. Grab it off the back of the toilet, wherever you keep it. Um, and then seeing Danny DeVito bring that character, taking this one dimensional thing and making it three dimensional and then bringing in like live penguins. Isn't there some kind of funeral procession or something with live penguins? I never saw the Danny DeVito um, oh. as the penguin. Oh. I saw a video just the other day of Colin Farrell going through the full makeup transformation and prosthetics to play the Penguin in The Batman, okay. the new movie, um, with Robert Pattinson. And boy, that looked awesome. It looks like he does a fantastic job as this crime lord Penguin. He's got a great accent. It's really, really cool. Okay. I got to yeah. see that. It's, it's out just, on HBO Max. It's just super creative. I just I can definitely acknowledge that and recognize that. I love that you're saying this. I think the Avengers is the way to go for you because it's it's the central story. The other ones are side stories. It's the trunk of the tree, baby. <laughs> I also don't think I see Paul Bettany in uh, Sixth Sense. Okay. Okay, I, I could be wrong this. about that. I probably am. And for that, who I stand corrected. I thought he was a guy, guy who blew his head off in the beginning. Hmm. In the bathroom scene. I don't know why. He doesn't that. show up on IMDb or Wikipedia. Who, uh, can we find out who that guy is, though? Guy, <laughs> head blown off. Head blown It's going to be, yeah, this is like Six. Jim Peters. This is going to be Six. some, this guy's only gig. This is, okay, Jim as you mentioned, Peters. as you mentioned Wikipedia, can I say something? Of course. There was a funny, technically we're talking about music. We never opened it up, so we never made it official, so we're not legally bound. But last night on American Idol. The judges were selecting songs for the, for the contestants. The contestants had three songs in front of them. It didn't say which judge chose which song. And then, after they sang the song and performed it, Ryan would ask them, guess who sang, or guess who picked that song for you? And it was just a cute little bit. They would try to guess. 
And then whoever, whichever judge had the most of their songs selected at the end of the night, they got to save a contestant. Yada, yada, yada. Guess what? There is a point where, remember, Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, Luke Bryan are your judges. Okay. Somebody looks at three songs, one by John Mayer, one by John Denver, another one by John Mayer. The guy goes through, he picks, he was going to go John Denver, Country Roads, switch to a John Mayer song, Heartbreak Warfare. He sings the song. Ryan comes out and says, who do you think? And he said, oh, man, I know it's just got to be Katy Perry. And then she then started laughing. And she said, do you, maybe you should Wikipedia me. Because he thought that Katy Perry picked a John Mayer song. They, of course, dated and oh, broke up right, and are no longer right. together. And she was very funny. She got under the, under the desk. She was like, I have to pay for an extra. Who's going to pay for the extra hour of therapy I have to go to now? <laughs> and in the end, she was like, look, you're a great artist. John's a great artist, all that. But it was funny that he doesn't have any clue of Katy's dating history. It was just like, I bet you she chose this song. She's like, oh, That's uh, funny. No. Okay. Vincent Gray, by the way. Guy in the Sixth Sense. Bye. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I thought Paul Bettany. Maybe he looks like him. That's not what you should say. Is Vincent Gray the actor or the character? It's, I don't know, Rocco. Oh, God. Leave I me just alone. came across that, too. Is it the character? <laughs> just leave me alone, it, man. It says right here, one of the things, Vincent Gray, an unrecognizably emaciated Donnie Wahlberg. Stop oh. it. Stop that. Is it? That's, That's what, what he it says said? here. No but it way. also says there's another, like a teenage boy that, that says, hey, I'll show you where my dad keeps his gun. And then he turns around and his head's kind of blown off. Is that what you're talking about? I don't remember. Yeah, I think it's, John doesn't know. She's talking about early when a guy blew his head off. I don't even think there's anything what like that early in the movie. What time does the show start? <laughs> we're on, uh, oh, we're on now. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, Sorry about that. Let's talk about okay. music. Right, With that, no, uh, when we come back, actually, no, we're going to come back and Bad. talk food news. Donna was going to put a story in that I spent a whole segment on yesterday. And I started to feel like she wasn't really paying oh, attention. Oh, the McDonald's thing? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> We're not going to do that one. We've got some other cool food news. Everybody hungry? Yes. We'll get into it next on my talk. What should I have for lunch next Tuesday? Will there be flying cars in a few years? What if aliens arrive on Earth tomorrow? Uh, Steve, Steve, you must learn to live in the present. The Y is offering group classes to help you be more mindful and live in the moment. Joined by April 30th, and enrollment is just 15 bucks with 10% off dues till June. Wait a minute, isn't that thinking ahead? Oh, cute. Join at ymcanorth.org. Good morning. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Hey, coming up at 1130, don't forget, we want to know, have you ever been bitten by something? Been a couple of snake stories in the news today, and we just thought, huh, maybe a a lobster. Yeah, it could be a lobster. I've been bitten by both a dog on my face and by a turtle. Oh, a turtle. That's scary. Yeah, yeah, I've been bitten by a few things, too. We'll get to that all at 1130. Uh, you can email us, Donna and Steve show, at mytalk1071.com. Ah, you're Steve. awesome, Donna. Thanks, Steve. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. Yes. Hello. Hello. Um, I think this is cool Burger King news. And Burger King has sneaky good fries, by the way. Everybody's trying to outdo one another with their app. Burger King is running a deal where you can get free fries with any order once a week for the rest of the year. You can choose small, medium, or large. How do you feel about that? Good. Do you want to have fries every day? 
not every day, once a week for the rest of the year. Free fries. Now, you do have to order another menu item, but then they'll give you a free small, medium, or large fry. You just have to download their app and sign up for their frequent fryer program. That's cute. By June 20th. That's cute. By what? June 20th. Why would anyone choose anything but large? Well, Donna, some people have varying appetites at varying points in the day. So maybe <laughs> you're getting a Whopper and you're like, oh, but you know what? I could have some fries. Mm. You represent that last sentence represented American glut. Well, I think you could share is what I'm saying. Why take one small fry when you could take one large fry, eat a little bit and give it to DJ Rock Lobster, the rest? Oh, so we're sharing food suddenly? Yes. I don't think I'm taking shared food from most people right now. All right. I like that. That's one thing I like about how the pandemic made us live differently. Uh, we don't have to do the sharing thing. There's not as much of the someone at a restaurant like, oh, hey, can I have a bite of that? And there's not, uh, also not a lot of hugging right now. <laughs> okay, Donna, first of all, I why are you two talking about this? Steve doesn't share food because he doesn't eat with anybody else. Rock And you don't hug anybody because you uh, hate people. Well, yeah, you do. I do not hate people. I... Quite Don't the like contraire. Them. And I'm bitter that I you guys like brought up a story about Burger King fries without mentioning to the people that I made the oh first boy, ever here batch we go. Here we of go. fries at Why the Burger King Woodbury in 1987. I mean, it was so, a Saturday morning. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and you knew it was opening for the first time. And yeah. you said strategically so that you could... Have your this. name in history. Yeah, so I could you have said, moments like this. Can I work the fry bin? <laughs> And oh then my you gosh, knew now, that you were making the first fries. Uh, what's 2022 minus 87? There, there is like a, a 35th anniversary of that day coming up. I should oh look it up. Oh, my god! I should go through the Woodbury City records to see what opening day was of the Woodbury yeah. Burger King. And then we can yeah, all go there should. together. It'll be 35 it's years. 35 we can share sometime fri- this year. We can share fries and hug. I mean, it could really just be a moment that brings us all three together you know what we could do it when we all go out and see maverick the top gun oh, movie like that we're gonna it. see at, as a show let's go to alamo draft house in woodbury we'll stop by the woodbury burger i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. No, I'm not going to Woodbury. Donna, quit being selfish with your time. How often <laughs> would we ask you to drive Woodbury. out Woodbury. <laughs> I mean, can we get a little more centrally located? Like, I don't know. Let's go Bloomington. Eden Prairie. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> I'm thinking, is there a chat with Mall of America. Oh, yeah, they have a thing. They they, they have a, a, a movie theater. theater oh, you know what we could do? We could go see a movie. And then afterwards, screw the stupid fry idea. We could go to the North end of the mall there the new food court we could go there maybe get i don't know if they've got falafel they've got uh indian food there they've got poke bowls Mm. i have a story is it any good i don't know it's stupid hot dogs and beer you know they go together (laughs) right at a baseball game 
Sure. How about dipping your hot dogs into beer? Apparently, a Yankees fan was caught hmm. enjoying this concoction in a now viral video on Twitter. Uh, you know, if you're eating and drinking that together, chances are there's probably some cross pollination going on in your mouth anyway. So, and don't people with bratwurst and things like that? Don't they? Yeah, but like soak them in beer first. Sure. Right. Why are the phones ringing? Why? Yeah, Donna's concerned that the phones are blowing well, up. Well, two here. things. On, somebody wanted to tell me there was two Burger Kings in Woodbury, and somebody <laughs> already lined up and wants to play College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And uh, oh you know, my seven do they want to sit on the phone for that long? I think so. All right. Oh, bring them on right now. Let's let's ask them okay, why they're going to do. Yeah. Hey, uh, Teresa. Hey, what up, T Bone? Hey, hey Teresa. Oh, pretty good. Great. Um, Teresa, where are you right now? Eden Prairie. Eden Prairie. And uh, you know that we're going to keep you on hold for the next six minutes. The game's probably not going to start for another eight minutes. You feel okay with that? Yep, that's fine. Okay, I would say that DJ Rock Lobster should tell us what the topic is right now. Yeah, tell us. It is uh, South Dakota Day, so we're going to do movies set in South Dakota. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay, so think about who you want to play with. You've got seven minutes to think about it. T-Bone, what's coming up in your day after this game? What's the next thing on your to-do list? Bring my daughter her lunch at school. Oh, oh that's, that's really nice. nice. Are you going to eat hot lunch there, or are you bringing in lunch from the outside? No, we can't eat lunch with our kids anymore. But it's at school. It's, she's eighth grade, so just, just drop it off. Oh, oh, you'll drop it off. I okay. see. Okay. What are you dropping off? What? Steve, what are you dropping off? What, along, what are you dropping man. off? What kind of food? What are you dropping? Spaghetti. Oh, wow. Nice. Someone's going to sleep through fifth period. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge with Teresa as she sits on hold for five minutes. <laughs> okay. This ought to be good. It is time to play a little game on the Donna and Steve extravaganza called the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. Do you want to see how smart you are? I also want to celebrate the great state of South Dakota, our neighbor to the west. Donna went there a couple years I ago. I loved Any it. Thoughts? Changed my mm. life. Great. Yes. Mm. I love those uh, bison, buffalo, whatever they are. They're cool. Got mm. one of their heads hanging up in my kitchen, which mm. I now refer to as the lodge. Is it really like a big one that somebody... No, no. it's an, a piece of art. Oh, yeah, I it see. made it sound like it you loved him so much that you were like, shoot that bison and get his head to me. Yeah. It's a patina situation. A burger. Yeah. Sweet. Well, <laughs> in the history of cinema, there's been a handful of uh, movies set in South Dakota. Some of them have won big awards, including okay. some of the ones I'm going to quiz you on here shortly. And uh, here, still on hold seven minutes later, <laughs> Teresa, how hey, you doing? What up, T? Um, so, who do you think knows more about movies set in South Dakota? Donna, the person who traveled there? Don't influence her. Two years ago and <laughs> bought a bison head? Or Steve, who uh, went to Orlando last month? Yeah. 
to go see this time. Okay. Thank okay. You. <laughs> I'm just going to turn my volume down, okay? okay so I can't hear you guys. Uh, what a great thought, Donna. Thank nice you. job. Bye. All righty. She is gone, baby, gone. And now I am ready, DJ Rock Lobster. All right. Let's do it. I'll start with this movie. It was a 1990 Western that won Best Picture and Best Director, but not Best Actor, for the man who starred and directed in it. Name that South Dakota movie. Year again? 1990 Western. Tombstone. Uh, 2015 film where Leonardo DiCaprio got mauled by a bear and he won an Oscar for it. Yeah, he like lived inside of the bear carcass or something. Oh, crap. What's that called? Grizzly. Wild man. Ah, duh. Pass. How about this one? 1959 Hitchcock film that features a climactic Cary Grant scene at Mount Rushmore. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I've seen this. Um... Oh, Lord in heaven. Let's bring in Teresa. <laughs> Shish kebab. T-bone. Teresa. Yes. How do you feel about any of these answers? Uh, first of all, we'll start with the 1990 Western that won Best Picture and Best Director back in the day. Dances with Wolves. Ooh. Okay. I like your style. Thank you. How about Number the two. 2015 film where Leonardo DiCaprio got mauled by a bear and then won oh an Oscar? God, what was that? I feel like that's a one-word title. In my head, it's a one-word title. Leonardo DiCaprio in Crunged Craft. <laughs> oh, man. Let's go to number three while that percolates. Hitchcock film from 59 that features Cary Grant in a climactic scene at Mount Rushmore. North by Northwest. Yes, that is a thousand percent right. Reset. What do we have? Any thought for the middle one? Oh, man. You know, it's okay. We're going to stick with our two out of three, and I think that we've got a good shot of it at okay. least going into a tiebreaker. Let's right, bring Donna back Donna. in. Here she wave comes. Wave Donna. All righty, here she comes. D-Val in the She's building. done Googling South Dakota Yeah, movies. take your time, Donna. IDB. Take your time, Donna. Oh, my gosh, Donna. Turn your mic on. I'm sorry. I was watching the Johnny Depp defamation no. case, and there's a psychologist right now testifying <laughs> that Amber Heard's evaluation supported borderline and histrionic personality disorders mm. so it's getting real interesting okay i'm back hi <laughs> thanks good to hear you donna thank you how'd you, you do? be a court reporter thank you mm, i think we got two out of three okay all right these are movies set in our neighbor to the west south dakota including this one from 1990 it was a western that won best picture and best director but not Best Actor for the man who both starred and directed in it. Name that 1990 Western. Dances with Wolves. How about this one? A 2015 film where Leonardo DiCaprio got mauled by a bear and oh. won an Oscar for it. Oh, it was so good. The, the, not the departed, the, re, the revenge, the, re, the re, revenant. Ooh, yes. Wow. How about this? For the <laughs> win, it. for the win, a 1959 no. Hitchcock film that features a climactic Cary Grant scene at Mount Rushmore. Oh, shoot. I'm just going to guess. Strangers on a train. Hmm. Final answer. Final. Bye. Woo! Well, wow. I think we're going to have a tie going into this because uh, right. you both got Dances with Wolves. Okay. Thanks, to Teresa. Uh, only Donna got The Revenant. <gasps> 
I said the crunch. The crunch. Sometimes you just have to speak I'm, it. You got to talk it out. You know. That's and what I was trying with the crunch. It stopped right there. Okay. And uh, Teresa knew North by Northwest. Dang it! So that means we're gonna have to go to a tiebreaker. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go away from uh, movies. I'm gonna go into television. I'm All play, right. I'm gonna play a TV theme. You tell me if you can name that show, and if you can't, I'll give you some hints. Okay. All right, say, say your name, Teresa, when you think you know it, okay? Okay. Okay, this is a TV show set in South Dakota. It's uh It's about a Oh, I love this. It's about a western town where there's gambling. It and was a really boring. good show. In fact, Deadwood, Teresa. Damn, which is in South Dakota. Gambling and whoring did it for her. She got it around that clue. Deadwood's a pretty fun town to visit. I yeah, yeah. I, I watched a, a parade there. That Boot was fun. Hill, is that there? And yeah, somebody's dead. I saw like a random Wild Bill Hickok. I went to a um, a cemetery. Right, to visit Isn't like, like you Calamity know, Jane there and Bill or something. So I'm, I'm walking up these stairs, and all of a sudden, right to the right of me is a ram, just this random ram just walking by, and I'm oh. like, this is so weird. That is super weird. It's like like you would see a squirrel. You know, you're like, oh, hello, Ram. What's up? And I was right. Wild Bill Hickok and Calamity Jane buried there. Yes. At the Mount Moriah Cemetery in Deadwood, South Dakota. But you know what? Uh, Teresa's going to win is a Fandango code for four movie passes to see the bad guys, the number one movie in the country, a fun animated family movie in theaters now. Nice. Okay, cool. Sweet. So I'll talk to you off the air and get your email and phone number and all that. And uh, Donna and Steve will carry on with their radio program. All right. Way to go, Teresa. Yeah, Teresa. <laughs> it was worth your time. Yes, it was. Good. All right. We love you. I love you, T. All right, Steve, do you have a tip? I do have a tip, Donna. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. All right, four quick ways for you to uh, save some money when you go to the old ballpark. You're planning to go to some Twins games this summer, right, Donna? You got it, buddy, boo. Number one, do an all-you-can-eat package. Lots of teams now have sections of seats that are all-you-can-eat. And with the cost of food in the ballpark being what it is, The math really works out in your favor, particularly if you come with a big appetite. You're welcome. Number two. Okay. Go on. (laughs) Number two. Sorry, I had to run out for a minute. Go on promotional nights to the baseball game. Look for things like Dollar Dog Night. And other nights with food specials. You go on Dollar Dog Night, Donna, guess what you can do? You get yourself a hot dog, you dip it into the beer. Love it. Now, you were talking about the hot dog-beer combo that was caught on tape at a Yankee game. Just very quick, hot dogs with with diced onions on them. Iced? Diced, oh, diced onions, onions on them. So good. I'd, I They need to be cooked, like fried onions. Or sweet onions. Well, that yeah, that makes it a different kind of great. But you don't just like a nice cold chopped onion. I don't like raw white onions. Mm-mm. Thanks for asking, though. We're giving you tips on how not to go broke at a baseball game this summer. Buy off the children's menu. 
If you poke around, you can usually find some food stands that have a discount menu or a children's menu. And even if you're not a child, you're like going to get a lot of food at a pretty good price. And so you can just say that. They're not going to fact check you and say, show me the child. You know, the child's sitting down. I'd like a kid's chicken fingers, please. Yeah, I love it. Thank you, then. And finally, this is the most thrifty of them all. If you're going out to a... Uh, like a Twins game, check beforehand, but just about every Major League ballpark now allows you to bring food from home. They do? You can check the team's website before the game to find the rules, but by and large, in most Major League Baseball parks, you can do that. No idea. And then you could, like, pack a bag and have all your stuff. You got your goldfish. You got a couple of Z-bars Maybe some Twizzlers. Of course, Donna. And it's all right there. And then you don't have to worry about getting up because part of it is there's always a line at the concession stands. And so you're like, okay, the game's going on now. I don't want to be waiting for nachos. Sure. Mm. Mm, nachos. Yeah. No, thank you guys. Seriously. <laughs> thank you, Steve. Whatever. Rocco, I have a question for you. Let's hear it. Are you still watching Julia? The TV series? Was I ever Julia? I thought you were. Which one's that about? Oh, you weren't. You know who was? <laughs> you know who was? Who, Donna? Thank you for asking. Uh, Ryan Purvich? Matt Belanger. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. It's really good. I really like it. That's about Julia Child? Yes. On the HBO Max. No, yeah, I it's super I'm good. Not. We, it's been a while since we've made a list of what we're watching. I feel like we need to get back in sync together. Oh, we're yeah. going to make a list. Let's make, Let's a, make a list. Let's make a list. Okay, I'm gonna. I put gonna the Avengers movies on Donna's list. Come yes. on, that's a lot though. That's that's a that's a that's a big ask. It is. It is. <laughs> She's got a big ask. <laughs> you look that good. Watch you back that ask up. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. I don't know. Let's Donna. regroup, okay. shall we? Um, speaking of, we'll talk a little bit about the the newest Marvel superhero. No one would have seen this coming. Uh, we'll tell you the name from the music industry who's going to be headlining a big Marvel movie. Uh, that and more when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. How's it going? Thanks for listening. You know, What's that? I'm seeing stuff on uh, on TMZ right now, and this this came out yesterday, okay. but it came out yesterday evening. Have you seen any of this video from like body cam footage and stuff like that? Yeah, the, from the set of Rust. Yes. Your thoughts? Um, I don't feel like I paid enough attention to share any thoughts just yet yeah there's there are two bits of video um that i guess the uh the what is it the santa fe police department i'm not sure released and one of them includes you know body cam footage of uh police talking with the armorer from rust hannah gutierrez and you know at one point you even hear her as she's walking with the cops from one place to another on the set you hear her say I can't believe Alec Baldwin was holding the gun. That's so bleeped. Mm. And then she's asking, like, is there an unmarked car that we can go? And I just don't want my co-workers to see me anymore because I already feel so bad. There's another scene. Um, and it's just it's just so sad to see this where, 
you see Alec Baldwin and uh, one of his co-stars, and then there's body cam footage, it appears, of these police talking with them as they're all sitting down. Caution tape is up, and they're talking with them about what they know of where the bullet went in, where the exit wound was, at which point Alec Baldwin's co-star starts to get really emotional, and he starts crying, and they're trying to figure out, do we know? And you know, they're saying, hey, look, there are ER techs that are on this they said, is it life-threatening? And they said, well, serious enough for her to be life-lighted, but there are ER techs that are on there. Mm. And so she's in good hands. And, of course, sadly, um, Helena Hutchins, the cinematographer, ended up passing away as a result of that fatal bullet wound. It's just, I, this totally flew under the radar. So this came out yesterday at about uh, right around 6 p.m. our time here. And, uh, yeah, do you hear the armor also say, welcome to the worst day of my life, just as she's walking, sort of like that raw processing of, oh, my gosh, what just happened? Yeah. It's really, really crazy. It came from the Santa Fe County Sheriff's on Monday. And um, does this mean that they they concluded their investigation? I don't know that it means that the investigating investigation TMZ says continues. Both Baldwin and Gutierrez have been named defendants in litigation stemming from it. So it sounds like it's still ongoing, but it's just, it's, you know, this is so, so sad because this is a time when they didn't know if it was, um, if she survived or not. And you sense they're sort of hoping like, you know, you're just thinking in a situation like that, this isn't going to go like that. Um, but then when they explain, well, it went in under the right arm and out through the left shoulder blade, I think. And so they're like, so it went through and that's when one of the cast members um, gets upset. But yeah, it's 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 a lot, man. It's a lot. I don't know where where all this goes, but that's some tough video to um, to see. Did this accident? This was last year, right? Yeah, this was. Uh, yes, right. Yeah, it was, I feel yes, because like it it's still early in the year. It's only April. Okay. Yeah, because I was like, oh my gosh, it's all a blur. Like when. Did this happen? October 21. Okay, so. 21. So six months ago. Okay. Wow, wow that went by fast. Oh, I goodness. did see that Alec Baldwin's wife, Hilaria, put out, made some kind of statement. I don't know if it was on her social media or what, where she said, you know, you need to listen to people who've been canceled because they're human or something to that effect. Something kind of like that. You need to forgive people. I can't remember, but it sounded like a plea for Alec. Well, I mean, yeah, you could understand where she as a wife would be coming from saying something like that. Yeah. I don't know what the fallout has looked like since we, since he sat down with George Stephanopoulos we haven't really heard too much of Alec Baldwin. He got attached to a couple of animated movies that were, I think, animated holiday movies. But they yeah. were getting produced overseas, as far as I remember. Um, but goodness It'll be gracious. interesting. I'm sure he's going to be, you know, in civil litigation for sure. Mm-hmm. If not, you know, criminally charged with something. So that'll be going on for a long time. He's got a lot of kids. You know, seven, he needs right? to work. Think, I think it's seven, Steve. Yeah, giving you a run for your money. 
Oh, my gosh. In the meantime, I was just checking out some commentary on the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Yes, what are we hearing? Well, just, you know, the the question is, what is Johnny Depp's, mm, what is he looking to get out of this defamation lawsuit? Is it really to win $50 million or is it really to get the public's opinion of him back in a good place well either is a win for him they they're both sort of going after the same thing because if the public's opinion changes then in his mind he gets signed on to movies again right and this commentator was basically saying well he's done a really good job so far of swaying the public's opinion in his favor but if she can prove so much as one single physical act of abuse, he will, she will win the case hmm. for sure. So anyway, he seems adamant, doesn't he? In his denial of ever, yes, being physically abusive, yes, to any woman ever, yes. I, I don't mean, know if that'll all hold up. Well, not, there's still going to be a lot more uh, witnesses, from what I understand. So it'll be interesting to see. What Benito Antonio Martinez Acasio. Love his work. Maybe you do. Better known by his stage name, Bad Bunny. Oh! That is who Marvel has tapped to play the lead standalone, um, the lead character in the standalone comic book film. El Muerto, which means, I believe, it's not going to tie into any of the multiverses or the Avengers stuff or anything like that. It's just going to be its own standalone thing that doesn't intermingle with the Avengers universe. I see a question coming up from a confused woman in the back, Donna. Is it possible that this guy is also Moonlights as a wrestler? He does have some wrestling stuff. He does, okay. Is he done stuff with WWE? I just remember hearing that, and I'm like, okay, then he's probably pretty ripped, you know, if he's super physical. Uh, yeah, it looks like he's done some stuff with okay. the uh, with the WWE. I think it's going to be really fun to watch him then. Yeah, good for him. If you're him. doing stuff in the WWE, then you got, I'm sure, a good personality, mic skills, you know, yes. that kind of charisma. Exactly. Speaking of which, it's been quite some time since I've talked about The Rock. Do you need to right now? <laughs> no, I just wish I had a story about him, you know, because he motivates me. He clangs, Donna. I know. It, it's, a, it's a little worrisome sometimes. <laughs> like Rocco, he'll be in here. And I oh, can... wait, I'm worrisome about that The Rock was. No, it's worrisome. Like... He's just like looking at motivational The Rock videos, and it it just sounds like really, dude. Wait, am I on track? So I'm looking at motivational <laughs> things, and Donna's planting it on the couch and watching four hours of Pluto TV inside of a courtroom. Yeah, but I need it to for a radio show, so uh, it serves a purpose. The Rock is the purpose. Oh, uh, we should go. We gotta go. We'll come right back though. Okay.